Hey guys, welcome to the Self-Evident Podcast. This is Mike. What's up? I got Massey with me. It is Sunday night, 7 p.m. Welcome. How are you guys? Hey, man, look, we are back. Guys, we just had a big event last night, which was really cool. We kicked yeah. off a campaign. There's a lot to talk about with that whole thing. Um, but guys, if you have not yet done so, once you click on, please hit that share button because we want you guys to share it with all of your friends, uh, all your family members. We got a lot to say. Uh, the message is getting out there, guys. We are we're we're moving and shaking this thing. Um, so if you've not subscribed to our YouTube channel, get on there. Self-evident or self-evident podcast. I'm sorry. Go on our YouTube page. You can subscribe to that. Um, we got some yeah. other ones too. Uh, we have a big announcement to make here. We will be changing the time of Ayy. the podcast. Hey, day and time. You have a new one coming. Why? Because I know how much you guys want to watch your football. I know how much you want to hang out with the family, watch a movie. And so we're going to switch things around. You will still be able to get this on Spotify, on YouTube, on Facebook after the fact. It's just the live is going to be happening. Massey, at what time on what day? So we're doing Saturday. <laughs> yes. At we are doing night. <laughs> we're doing I'm eight. sorry. I put you on the. We're doing I thought eight. we were doing nine. No, we're doing eight. Okay. We'll get back to you guys. <laughs> Either way, we're we're moving to Saturday mornings. Now, here's here's really why. Um, you guys get a chance to just kind of hang out, do your thing. Saturday, you're less likely to be getting ready for the next day. You know, it's in the morning. You'll you'll enjoy it, and you'll still be able to find it on YouTube. So be sure to uh, set your calendars. That will be happening October 9th. Yep. And keep an eye out for it. Okay. I know this this. We'll keep promoting it. You will know for sure but there's everything, more. all the details. But there's right? more There's more reasons, too, because it actually frees us up to do more things in the morning. We're going to actually start going live in the mornings three days a week as well. So we're going to be doing uh, some lives, whether it's news bits or whether something else. We've just got a lot to say. And I'm noticing the more content we put out there, the more it gets shared. And, and the more I do like little video lives, um, they seem to be hitting. You know, people are sharing that stuff. And I told Mike about it. And I said, listen. I think we need to go with this one. We need to go do this. So that's what we're doing. And so we're hoping to get more content out there for you guys. Again, we're working very hard on some content behind the scenes. Guys, we have a conference that we're going to do coming up. We can't tell you the dates just yet, but it'll be in December by the grace mm -hmm. of God. Um, and it's going to be called the Power Conference. And what we're doing is we're telling you three different things, how government functions, the documents of the government, and how to get involved. And the reason we're doing it in that order is because you can't get involved in government if you don't know about its documents and the restrictions on government that it should be. Right. So that's exactly the whole point. We're really excited because I think we, ha we have something here. This is where I think uh, it's not just empowering people. It's really getting people to be active because we can empower all day long. So you can do it, blah, blah, blah. But it's like now is the time to get involved and do something. Right. Now is the time. Right. So without further ado, a G. A G. Share, 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 yes. guys. Share, share, share. Share this stuff. Hey, we'll give you, you a few. Yet, we'll give share. you a couple seconds to share this video. If you're on Facebook, give a couple seconds to share this video. If you're on YouTube, on Instagram, share, share, share. Because again, uh, we know what's happening out there. It's no lie. It's no secret, guys. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, one video can do so much, and then all of a sudden we hit a hot yeah. topic, and you get five, you know, fifty views. It's really weird because we've had some videos that have hit right. really well, and so it's just been. Sometimes weird. you never know what's going to happen, right? So we'll start churning out cat videos and hope those hit millions. But come on, until baby. then. So we've been doing this series in the making. So the first week that we did this series, we did the mind or the soul. And we talked about, okay, how to develop it. Why is that important? Then last week we talked about spirit, how to develop it, why it's so important, why it's vital to, to focus on developing. So, of course, this week what we're talking about is the body. Now, I think a lot of Christians tend to believe that the body is kind of a throwaway thing. They, they tend to see it as it doesn't really matter. I'm more focused on spirit. I'm more focused on soul. But what we're going to show you is how closely intertwined all three are so that maybe you start to think about, okay, how can I treat my body better? How can I, how can I be healthy? How can I be well? How can I be fit and active? At least gearing myself towards those things and trying to make steps. But first things first. This is not a fat shaming episode, Massey. This is not a fat shaming episode. <laughs> hey, Kimberly Lawson says hi from Texas. God bless. She even put a little cowboy, a little moniker, Woo! a little, little emoji with the cowboy, the cowboy hat on. Yep, and we love Texas. Did you see this back here, Kimberly? You got that middle shot, bro? 
right there. Look at that. God bless Texas. Come on, man. Because That's you know what? We love Texas. So we, we are so stoked that you're tuning in from Tejas. Right. Um, and, and if this is a fat shaming thing, you should because, hey. But, hey, can I talk about it? Yeah, please two, do. You and I have been working out for about two months now. Uh, very consistent. Mm -hmm. um, you've had me watch my diet. You've had me watch these things. And I'm down about 22 pounds, 23 right. pounds. Woo! So I'm working on 100. And uh, exactly. hopefully... You know, my wife first told me, she said, man, you can really see it on your face. I was like, how fat was my face? <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, uh, we're going to talk about the body because it is up to us to be responsible with our bodies. So, you know, right. hey, uh, let's see. There's some really cool people on Instagram as well. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Share the video when you get a chance. Rock and roll. Let's move, so, baby. If if you are taking this as a fat shaming episode. It's not. I It's not. And I want you to pause yourself and say, okay, why am I thinking that? Could it be that it's something that it, there's more of an insecurity in this whole thing than than you wish to admit? That's not a shot. This is just a, we need to be honest. Remember first week we talked about being honest, being truthful. I can't help you if I can't be truthful with you. Right. Right. And the question is, okay, does God need you to have a six pack? No. Are we supposed to be stewards of the temple? Yes. Okay. Oftentimes being unhealthy Okay, this isn't just being overweight, although we will talk about obesity, just because there tends to be this movement that says that obesity is perfectly healthy, perfectly fine. We're going to show some things that say, well, not so fast, but it's a symptom, a lot of times a symptom of an underlying cause, the, the not it eating is. well, the not sleeping well, the not being active. So the question is, what type of trauma are you attempting to deal yeah, with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You know, this actually goes back to when, um, you know, the, the children of Israel wanted to take the land because I can't remember the story in full, but uh, one of the one of the, uh, the the tribes of Israel, their their sons, their daughter was taken advantage of, right. and so they they said, "Hey, let's go, yeah. basically seize the city." And what they did was they deceived them. And I know this is kind of weird, but I'm going to round about it to what the body can actually do. So this is what they said: in order to be a part of us, in order for you to marry our sister, you need to circumcise yourselves. So they circumcised themselves. The guess, whole city. Guess what happened to the entire city for three days? They were weak because they lost blood. The reason we're talking about the body is because if your body's not healthy, you cannot protect yourself against an attack. What happened then was the, the sons of Israel went and, and, and sieged the right. city because that's when they were at their weakest. If you're at the weakest point, you cannot be on your game to withstand what's happening in the attacks going on in America Absolutely. or spiritually. Absolutely. And so you need to nourish it. You need to provide for it. You need to take care of it. You need to love your body, right? And we're speaking this in love because we want you to be healthy. We want you to be able to take on whatever the world tries to throw at you. And the more sufferings come, if you're healthy, the better you can do against those sufferings. Now, it doesn't happen just in the physical. It happens in the spiritual. But we're going to show the connection between the three that you might not have thought of before. So let's go. Slide number one. By the way, I want to say hi to the Sim 6. I think I know who you are. You might be Stephanie, I think your name is, on Instagram. How you doing? Nude Food Dude is here. Uh, that's our boy. Uh, he's from Florida here. <laughs> I think uh, Miss the, the Sim 6, she's from California. Just want to say hi to all you guys. Patsy, right. how you doing? Gloria. 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 Bert right. Moose just joined us. Amen, guys. Keep sharing the video, guys. So slide number one from Harvard. This is from Harvard, okay? So not some podunk community college. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I, a little bit of reading, but just tune in with me on this, okay? Like an expensive car, your brain functions best when it gets only premium fuel. Eating high-quality foods that contain lots of vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants nourishes the brain and protects it from oxidative stress. The waste, free radicals, produced when the body uses oxygen, which can damage cells. Unfortunately, just like an expensive car, your brain can be damaged if you ingest anything hey. other than premium fuel. If substances from low premium fuel, such as what you get from processed or refined foods, get to the brain, it Ugh. has little ability to get rid of them. Diets high in refined sugars, for example, are harmful to the brain. In addition to worsening your body's regulation of insulin, they also promote inflammation and oxidative stress. Multiple studies have found a correlation between a diet high in refined sugars and impaired brain function and even a worsening of symptoms of mood disorders such as depression. Guys, okay. so what happens when we're locked down last year and people are chilling in their houses and they're eating food? Because guess what happens during when you're sad? You've got to go eat something that triggers your mind to be happy. So you either, you know, watch 
stupid things. You fall into some temptations and temptation for a lot of people is food. Right. So then we fall comfort. into, yeah, comfort food. So we eat the crappiest food, right? Ice creams and whatever. And of course there were some that worked out, but some didn't, you know, and, but you saw a huge dramatic increase in depression, right? Suicide rates. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, 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 a battery, uh, uh, assault, assault battery, battery yeah. yeah, at home, you yeah. know, where you saw the cops coming out uh, about 45%. I think our sheriff in, in Martin County had said it went up about 45%. Look what happens when you have a terrible diet, right? Sedentary and lifestyle, sedentary lifestyle, right? And then you're told basically, well, here comes the end. You know what I mean? Imagine a nurse, right? I'm, I'm thinking about oh, COVID. Good. I'm thinking yeah. about COVID here for a minute, right? Imagine a nurse. I've never heard this when, you know, someone gets diagnosed with cancer, diabetes, something, you know what I mean? They don't go and say, well, looks like you're just going to bite the big one here, buddy. I guess, you know, we'll try chemo, you know, but man, those, I mean, imagine that. No, you would have a nurse going in there. Look, we're going to fight this thing. Get your family in here. We're going to fight. Look what's been happening with COVID. It's almost like the moment you get, it's like a death sentence. Right. So naturally, if you're not encouraging someone to fight this thing and say, go through it, I'm not saying it's the only thing, but speaking life works, man. There's something about life and death being in the power of the tongue. If you're not speaking life into that situation and you're just condemning, what are they going to feel? The moment fear comes in, it, it may, what is that? Stress, it weakens your immune system, yeah. doesn't it? And we'll, we'll get to that because that's absolutely right. And that's it's such a danger because all of this is intertwined. And I think Bobby, a lot evening. of times we don't think about this. But here's a couple of stats. You know, there's, there's more obesity and overweight populations than starvation at this point in the Ooh. world. I'm of the majority. (laughs) (laughs) So the body mass index, you've probably heard about this. It's your weight in kilograms divided by the square of your height. Now the math, whatever, but BMI uh, from 25 to 29.9 is overweight. 30 plus is considered obese. With that in mind, 36.2% of America is obese. In the UK, Italy, and US, the overweight percentage is nearly 68%. Oh, dude. So what? Well, you had brought up COVID. I, I, this COVID and obesity. We need to get in this a little bit because you're being told you need the vaccine. There's nothing else that'll help. I bet if you got the whole country on a strict fitness program, you would start seeing COVID deaths go down. Dude, and, uh, and there's some stats to prove this. Yeah, there's a guy named Rich. We were preaching last night at, at an event, and a guy named Rich, who's helping run a campaign, do some video work for Jenna, uh, said he got COVID, and he yeah. was he was down. And his mom had basically said, "Look, I'm going to call uh, uh, the paramedics. Can't really say the name. Can't really know yeah. tell you where he's from." But the paramedic actually showed up and knows Rich, and Rich, he told Rich, "If I take you to the hospital, you're going to die in three days." Right. He said, "What I need you to do is get up." Drink a ton of orange juice, get some iron in you, got him some ivermectin. I think some other things too. It wasn't just yeah. ivermectin. But then he said, I want you to start walking. As terrible as it is, get your lungs working. Get your lungs working. Him, dude. And he recovered, dude. Amen. He recovered. Amen. But it's like the fact that a paramedic told him, Don't go. It's all documented too. So, right. like, this wasn't just a story. Like, it's terrible. The, the, health, the immune system works, right? We just have to train it to work. And right. if we're constantly killing it with food and all those other things, no wonder why we're all susceptible to sickness. Right. Know? And and especially in these days and times, your body needs to be a high-functioning temple. And it can be. And no matter where you're starting, that's okay. It's the effort and the progress that really matters. And that's what we're saying here is time to start if you haven't started. And if you start but fall, get back up. Because it's the fall where you stay down that matters. If you fall and get back up, that fall didn't matter. It just pushed you forward. That's right. right? Fail- failure is when you stop doing it. It's not failure when you when you fail. Right. 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 It's success when you win. You run with what did Paul say? You run with patience, endurance. You run with patience. The race set before you. You run with patience. Okay. So let's go to COVID. So slide number two. Did you guys know that COVID? Uh, the second highest correlation of death risk with COVID is due to obesity. So the first one's being age. We we already knew that. So the R square is 0.44, okay? Now, mathematicians will say, well, that's kind of a weak relationship, except in the medical field, the rate of 0.44 is actually considered a high health correlation. 0.30 is considered high. So let's go to slide number three, the obesity graph. I have no freaking clue what you just said, but I'm <laughs> going to trust what, what you just is, said. In the medical field, the rest of us are like, what the what? <laughs> in the medical field, there's a high correlation. Just look at the stats and tell me there's not a correlation. Look at those top countries and look at the obesity rates in those countries. Okay, look at these stats. 
What's more is the World Obesity Federation finds that nearly 90% of deaths from COVID have taken place in countries where the obesity rate is the highest in the world. Ooh. 90% of the deaths, according to the report, 2.2 million out of the 2.5 million occur in those nations where over half the population classifies as overweight. Let's go to slide number four. Now, I'm not hitting you to make you feel better. I'm just saying, look, no, there is an issue here that so, we so, have to be aware so of. So imagine if you were like when people are diagnosed with a serious illness, right? And we were to dance around the serious illness. Or right. it, would, would the cop be, a, or I'm sorry, the doctor be a jerk to say, hey, this is the sickness you have. We took some CAT scans, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This is what we've determined you have. Would you say, what a jerk? Why is he doing that to me? No, he's saying we have the treatment. We just got to get you moving. You know, right. we got to get you going on this. So it's not wrong to talk about, hey, I mean, when you came to me, you know, with the, your, your concerns, like, bro, like, I know you're cool with your appearance and stuff, but dude, you're 40, man. We got to yeah. do something. And I was already on the train with you. Right. But you had said, dude, we got to get on this, man. You, don't, you, you got 40 more years, but how, how quality of life is it going to be for the next 40? Yeah. You weren't a jerk for that. You were my friend. You were my brother. You care enough to tell me that stuff. And I think we got to get out of this like, oh, my gosh, what a bunch of jerks. No, come on. Like, let's get real here. If I love you, I will tell you the truth because I love you. That's what this is about. Right. Read Hebrews. Right. And so slide four. Just, just one more thing on all of this. By the end of 2020, death rates were over 10 times higher for the obese. Other conditions include cancer, chronic kidney disease, COPD, Down syndrome, heart disease, weakened immune system. You know what affects a lot of those things? Diet, exercise, rest, and overall health and wellness. But does God care? That's a question, right? But but does God care? You know, God doesn't care how I look or my body. So I'm going to give you a little scenario. You give your kid a bike. Okay? You tell him, look, this is going to be your transportation. You say, it'll get you where you need to go. It'll move you through all the terrain. You can get there fast. You can get away fast. This is going to be yours. I want you to take care of it because it'll really produce for you. And so your kid leaves it outside. He whacks it with a hammer every time he gets a chance. He sprays the chain every day with a hose. He leaves the tires flat. He rides it anyways. He runs it into a tree on purpose. He bends the wheel and bends iron and everything. How thrilled are you with your kid that he's done this to it? And then he comes to you and he says, well, my bike doesn't work, dad. This bike is trash. Why'd you give this to me? Aren't you going to look at him and say, I watched what you did to what I gave That's you. That's exactly it, dude. Right? It's exactly it. No, it's not about the bike. Because the Bible says bodily exercise profits little, but it profits. Yeah. yeah. So people Some say it's just, value. There is value there to is bodily value. exercise. I mean, I can't imagine. Like, if you look at the, scup the sculptures in, in, like, Roman times and right. all that stuff, like Cicero, and the, the things that they – David was sculpted well. You know, they. I, I wonder where they got those muscles and sculptures. You know, like, yeah. how did they think of that? Probably because they were a little bit looking different than what we were. Right. Right. <laughs> so right. it's like you can't just devise David as like some, you know what I mean? Like there had to be something they had to emulate. So obviously health was important, right? Right. You couldn't work if you weren't healthy. And because it was all manual labor. And the food, that, and we're going to get into the food, but the food has changed so much. And, and the food uh -oh. is, is really a big problem. Uh oh. What? touching my ice cream. Now. Oh, here we go. But Okay, when we're dumping processed food down our throat all the time, we're ingesting a bunch of chemicals, uh, we're staying sedentary and laying on the couch all the time, are we maximizing the potential of the body that God gave us? So now that we've kind of hit that point, let's go through how do you develop your body? Now it's time for, you're like, okay, but where do I start? I don't even know. Let's let's start simple. You got something? Or? Yeah, Darlene Swafar, is just, she, she's on, man. She we, we just did an event with her. Darlene is... Yeah is running for office. If you have not checked her out, go on self-evidence Facebook page, check out her stuff, go support her. Gloria is also running Gloria Tucker for uh, town council. So we really want to promote these people. Jenna right. ha uh, Haig is running. Um, we got some really good people running right now. And these are the people you want to get behind because they love God. They love our nation they love our state and they love our freedom. And that's right. what they want to protect. So get on there and get, uh, uh, get signed up with those guys. So nutrition, what do we do? So did you know that 95% of your serotonin is produced in your gastrointestinal tract? So actually down in the gastrointestinal tract, okay, the function of your neurons and production of neurotransmitters like serotonin is influenced by the good bacteria in your intestinal tract. 
So what does this mean? The food you eat matters. Okay, the processed, sugary, refined carbs don't just make you fat, but they're hampering and inhibiting your mind. Right. So think about how you feel when you're depressed. You tend to want to go to God or you tend to want to try to satiate it. Okay. What if we're so busy telling the depressed to go to God that we're missing the fact that they could help alleviate the issue themselves? I think a lot of times what we decide is depression is automatically a spiritual thing or automatically a biological thing outside of our control. Now, it doesn't mean it isn't those two things, but there's no reason that we can't look at the food that we're taking in and go, maybe I could change up the food a little bit. So what would happen if you were eating mixed vegetables, fruits, lean meats, and healthy fats right. instead of ice cream and frozen coffees from Starbucks, you know? Hey, what if you had hey, Greek yogurt easy. with fruit? I know, I know, I'm I'm killing the sacred cow. But here. I love pie. That's right, Gloria. Right. I I am with you. But uh, she's right. She says your stomach is your second brain. That's exactly. A, that's point. It, your stomach will actually it'll you will either grow or destroy certain uh, bacteria in your stomach, and those bacteria can actually affect your mood and your hormones and everything about you. So if all you're taking in is processed crap. Guess what bacteria grows and flourishes? Now, if you're taking in lean, good, wholesome on, foods, baby. you will Come feel on, better. Baby. Okay, so food affects your mental state, it, which influences your spiritual yeah, state, boy. which influences your direction. I want you to hear that again. Your food affects your mental state, which influences your spiritual state, which influences your direction. We cannot overlook this part of the body. It has an effect on our mood, how we see things, what yep, we're feeling, yep. which affects how we do the spiritual things. I'm not saying don't pray when you're feeling depressed, but what I'm saying is, hey, maybe we could lessen the depression by changing up how we eat. I think so too. And it's like, it's environment, right? I, I noticed right. that there's a lot of people who I think will hide behind the excuse of being an introvert as to not get around people. And they do yeah. that. They And it's not, I'm not saying there's not such a thing as an introvert. I think my wife is an introverted extrovert somewhat, but she's I, very much an introvert. I call myself high functioning introvert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, she's introverted. She doesn't really like crowds. She doesn't like a lot of people in a room and I mean, she can handle it for about an hour, maybe hour yeah. and a half. And she's like, I got to bounce. Right. For me, if I get around a crowd at seven o'clock at night, by 10, the party's just starting, you know, yeah. we, we got to move, you know, Hey, we're, we're having fun. But I think we, if we lose and forsake the gathering of the brothers, if we lose and forsake our friends, if we're not around people who will hold us accountable, keep us in check, uh, make sure that they're our friends, right, yeah. that love us and stuff, that also contributes yeah. to a lot of what we're talking about, your eating habits, social habits, a lot of these things. So a lot of it is health inside, you know what yeah. I mean, for, for all of us, I'm saying. And, and that's, that's where it all blends together, right? It, it all comes together in different ways and each thing plays off each other. Right. And so the biggest part of this is your body does matter in this trinity. Yep. I think a lot of people just kind of throw the body away and say, oh, it is what it is. I'm heading forward. And not that you can't get somewhere without it, but think of where you could get if you're feeling good, you're feeling healthy, you're feeling fit, you're energized, feeling good, you know, you you were you were efficient. So what do you do? How do you find those good foods? So Let's say that uh, you go shopping. I want you to look at the outside of the grocery store, so that the outside ring of food. And what you're going to notice is usually you have the veggies and fruits on one side. You've got the butcher counter and the frozen meats are nearby. You've got milk, eggs, and cheese that are also kind of on this outer ring most of the time. And you know what's down those most of those aisles? It's the processed stuff, the starchy carbs, the sugars, the salt, the sodium, the bad fats. So when you go shopping, if you try to keep yourself to the outside, you're going to find, well, I've got to have stuff in my cart, so I've got to have more vegetables, fruits, meats, right? And and if you control the breads, the grains, that kind of thing, you need carbs, look towards the sweet potatoes, look towards the rice, and, and control the carbs. Hey. If you stay outside of those middle aisles for the most part, you're going to cut down a lot of food. What, what you all know what happens when y'all go shopping and you're hungry. Right? That, thank you. Come on, Do dude. not go shopping while you're hungry. Yo, don't Oreos and Nutella be calling your name in the middle of the aisle. <laughs> Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Nutella, oh. right? Or like them sugar wafer dog. Oh, oh, my gosh. Like, 
Oh. Uh, there's those 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 so Pepperidge good. Farm cookies, you know, the Milano ones. Mm. Oh, y'all know what I'm saying. Right, no. we're, we're changing look, the look, topic. See, we're talking new about food dudes the... just said that it's really hard to guide the next generation if you can't keep up with them. That's right. exactly right, right. dude. And Come your on. food will give you energy to take on your day. If you're if you're packing yourself full of carbs and processed food and all of that, you are going to want to sit on the couch no matter Great what. Great response, dude. What's that? That was a great oh, that was a great yeah. response. So, how about you eat out? You've got to eat out. You're driving for work. You're like, I I can't bring my meal. Which bring your meal? You're gonna save money. You can choose what you eat. But let's say you can't. He's correcting me right I, now. That was not pointed. He's, point pointing, at he's pointing at me right it, now. It was more pointed at the Mariah. guy who's been talking. <laughs> We've been talking about taking <laughs> lunch to work, and we never do. And it's like we complain how much money we spend, and we keep doing it. It's like, ah, yeah. I, kinda, I mean, I eat good, but no, just... you do. And and that's the thing is, guys, Massey has been doing amazing. He and and there's a whole different sense to it. And I just I want to encourage him right now. Is like I, I want to put him on the spot a little bit. Of he has been doing amazing at telling himself, no, I'm not going to eat that. I'm sticking to this. I'm not going to eat that. I'm sticking to this. And you can get that same drive. And I just you, give him some love because, man, he has been working hard. So, <laughs> so let's say, let's say you got to be on the go. You got to get some food. Okay, we all love to eat out, but think ahead. Okay, that salad that you think is healthy. How much dressing and crap is put on top of it? <laughs> if it's pie explosion salad, it's probably not healthy. Just the word salad. <laughs> It's it's the word salad. We think it's healthy, right? But look oh, at the calories. Understand those things have a lot of times more calories than the burgers do. Okay, so what can you get? Grilled chicken. Don't do the buns. Don't do the fries. Don't do a ton of dressing, right? Look for the grilled chicken. If you're going to get yeah. the salad, get the more plain salad. Or go where you can get some. Chipotle is a good example. And also, too, there's some really right. low carb options that yeah. are good. You, you yeah. know, don't do them in excess. You, like bacon bits on your salad really add flavor to them. You know, use some seasonal salt sometimes if you want to. Right. You know what I mean? There's just different ways to do things. Right. And and make the best choice you can. Absolutely. And challenge yourself to do a little bit smaller portion than you normally do. That's a huge. Thing. Come on now. And if you that if sucks. you want a place that that feels good and and you're okay with, you could do a place like Chipotle. You get you tell them, look, I want half the rice that you normally do. Yeah. You do double the protein. You stay away from all the other crap. You what's that? Bole. Yes, bowl. Don't do the burrito. Do the bowl. Okay. You have options, and what you need to do is figure out. Okay, what am I going to order at each place? So that way you have your order in your mind, you figured it out, and that way when you go there, it's not like, well, but I kind of feel like a cheeseburger now. Right, you can right, just right, right. <laughs> set it up for yourself, and you know, now I'm getting the grilled chicken. Right, right. right All right, so right. next up, rest. Did you know that Come rest on, can baby. increase your pain threshold, lowers risk of painful injury, improves mood, dealing with stress, improves ability to move, yes. exercise, complete tasks, improves brain function, improves effectiveness of immune function. Man, I feel like I'm selling snake oil right here. No, it's not snake oil because, like, you're telling the truth, dog. Like, I'm, I'm living proof, man. Sleep. Just sleep. <laughs> except, except you can't. you got to really. They say this, and I've heard this many times, guys. Now, hear me out. I know some mattresses are super expensive to buy. Right. But every bodybuilder, every weightlifter, every person who really preaches on exercise and cognitivity says it's worth the money because the next five years of your life, you'll sleep like none other and it improves your, so it's worth the investment. Like it's crazy how we'll invest in Starbucks, but not our bed. Right. Right. Ooh, and so they make good. it really a point to like invest in a good bed, go find something you really like. I know it's a little tricky, a little spendy, right? But look at the longevity of your yeah. sleep, your health, your body, you know? And, and to add on to that, think about if you invest in your sleep, and you're sleeping better, you become more productive at work. That's right. Right? So, so, so if you're, to give you a raise to get a bed. Right. Well, if, if you're more productive at work, you can increase your chances of getting a raise. So that bed could actually pay off for you. Absolutely. By getting dude. raises, by earning more money, by being more proactive in your work. And I don't know a person on the live right now that is watching that cannot 
do something with their budget. Right. We can all move things around in our budgets to say, hey, I'm going to scrimp on this for a minute just to get this. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? We can all do it. And maybe we should do a finance one one of these days. You know, and it's 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 for all of us, right? Like, I think all of us really need to dig deep and say, look, are we without, listen, the Bible says this, to make yourself of no reproach, right? It's funny, Renee Benton, Renee's on, baby. We're talking about health and fitness today. <laughs> Renee. Renee, Renee, we were talking about you, man. This guy's, I'm not going to tell you that your age, but I used to tour with Renee. Uh, Renee, say hi. Tell me where you're at, buddy. But Renee we used to tour with us when I was the lead singer of a Christian mm-hmm. uh, metal band. We used to tour all over the country. This dude was a 10-year Marine and fit as a fiddle, dude. And he would watch us go to the buffets eating like crazy. And he was like, these people are killing themselves, man. And so and he was Ren- right. Yeah. Renee, <laughs> Renee was the man and, and he would preach to me health and wellness and fitness. And, you know, now turning 40, we just had a chat today and he was like, bro, you got to take care of yourself, man. You got to, mm-hmm. because dude, how long are you on this earth, man? And you, if you can't do it to the full best of your ability, are you giving God exactly. your best? Are you giving people your best? Are you, and that's not a metaphysics thing. That's a health thing. That's a, uh, God gave me this to steward, right? right. There you go. Right. Absolutely. So, with sleep, if you lose sleep, it's going to elevate your cortisol, which cortisol is a stress hormone. Think about that. If your stress hormone is high, your adrenal glands are releasing cortisol in times of stress, elevating your fight or flight. So think about if you're turned up to 11 all the time, how much energy that takes. So prolonged high cortisol or chronic stress brings about negative health outcomes. It can weaken your immune yep. system. It damages your gastrointestinal system. It builds a plaque in the arteries and it damages mental health. Guys, this is so important because sometimes we think, right. I'll sleep when I'm dead. I'm one of them. I do it. It's like, I'll sleep when I'm dead. I'm never going to catch up. Same here, dude. It's, it's bad for me. It totally is. And so we tend to think sleep, rest, recovery are optional, but they're not. So every have you ever tried to go without sleep for like four days? Did you know a lack of sleep can trigger depressive or manic episodes? Jared. It can even trigger sleep deprivation psychosis, which is losing touch with reality. Right. If it has that much effect on your brain, probably you need it once in a while. Right, right, right. So your body I got nothing. No, that's fine. Your body needs rest and recovery. If you work out, the building of the muscles doesn't happen while you're lifting. It's while you're sleeping and recovering. Your body takes the nutrients right, right, and right. rebuilds right, the muscles back. Right, right. Okay. You can also have a harder time losing weight if you're not sleeping well. Yo, I'll, okay? tell, I'll tell people, like, I have sleep apnea. There's yeah. times where it's like, and I realized that I didn't know how bad sleep apnea was. I didn't really think about it yeah. until this year. And, and I'm talking about it because it's not necessarily scary. I'm not afraid. Like, God's faithful. He's good, right? That's right. Don't call it a diet. Call it a life change of choices. Amen. Amen. That's must be why your son decided to marry me, Stephanie. That's good. <laughs> um, so I didn't realize how important it was that oxygen gets to your brain at night. And if you yeah. have sleep apnea, you're losing breaths yeah. for the oxygen to pump into your brain. Therefore, brain fogginess, dizziness, all that stuff can happen. And this is a real thing that people deal with. Matter of fact, I think Reggie White passed away from sleep apnea. So, yeah. You know, old football player, one of the best. He was Big a preacher. Guy. Yeah. He was actually a pastor too as well. And uh he died. And so like it's just, you know, good sleep is really important. You know, resting is very important. Yeah. Rest the mind, all that stuff. So so one of the reasons that it's it's really hard to lose weight on it is lack of sleep can hinder your willpower, which could be the difference between one cookie or 10. If you have no willpower, that sleeve gets destroyed. And I'm talking proof. I look in that fridge and it's like, nah, this whole thing's gone. I'm done. Right? So it also makes bigger portions. So you decide, I'm not having one burger. I'm having three. Oh, man. And increased cravings for carbs and energy-dense foods. Okay. Oh, dude. So you're increasing wanting carbs, but then lack of sleep also lowers your metabolism. So you're taking in all these carbs, but your body's not burning it. The raised cortisol tells the body to conserve energy. Right. Okay. Do you understand this nasty trifecta that happens? So your cortisol's raised. So your body's saying we need to conserve energy, but at the same time, it's saying we need to take in more carbs to feel satiated, to feel full. Right. So think about it. your body's craving more energy, trying to conserve the fuel for the energy. Your willpower to select the right fuel is down. And because of the lack of sleep, you're less likely to actually expend the energy. Bingo. And then it messes with your insulin sensitivity. Totally, totally. So then you're taking in sugars and your body's, body's not processing the sugar correctly. So how do you rest? 
You need to draw boundaries in your life. Stop. Done. You need to draw boundaries in your life. It's time to start saying no. Okay. It's time to start setting an alarm to go to bed. I need to do this because I try to be in bed about 8 30, 9 o'clock because I'm up early. I, I don't I don't care if I seem like an old guy. You. That's I'm what I need to do. I should start saying an alarm. But it's time to get that TV out of your bedroom. Because how many of you lay down in bed, you turn on the TV, you fall asleep to the TV? That's not good for you getting into your sleep patterns properly. Time to start relaxing, spending time with the Lord, meditating with him before bed. It's time to chuck your phone out of your room. That swiping is killing your sleep patterns. No more mindless scrolling. Our bodies are absolutely shellacked I, by influence. I do it. I, we, I'll be honest. I, th- I think, it, right? and I think it's like I think we can all hold each other accountable and say we're talking about this to stop doing it. You know, there's right. times. Last night was a great example. Getting done with that event, I'm I'm on a high and and it's good. We didn't get home till one. I don't, I don't think I went to bed till like two thirty, three o'clock because it's just my mind's racing. So yeah. what do I do? I'm watching YouTube videos, trying to get educated, something. But it's like I'm scrolling or something. And, it, and it's almost, uh, I really felt like this morning, I was like, Lord, did I cheat you last night? Because I mean, I could have been hmm. praying or something or, you know, something like that. You know, yeah. I'm always trying to do something educational, something I can watch. Right. But then there's times where you just mindlessly scroll and it's ridiculous, you know, and we all deal with it. But we talk yeah. about it, but we don't change it. And that's what we want to do is change these habits that we develop, you know. Right. And, and it's funny you mentioned that because he didn't get this map until today. So he was thinking about that before he even got the podcast map. And. I do it too. Like just the mindless scrolling on YouTube, it's not good for me. It's not good for you. Look, we're being shellacked by everything around us. Think about it. iPhones, McDonald's, laptops, 60-inch TVs, Facebook, YouTube, cupcakes, ice cream, Coca-Cola, all of that stuff and more is not good for us. And it's disrupting how we were built to act. Yeah, dude. I think too, Andrew just Andrew Grant just brought up a great point, doom scrolling. So what happens is if you're, yes. feeding, if you're feeding your mind on one thing, the country's going to hell on a handbasket. Uh, if you fill your mind up with Jesus is coming back, it's the end times. It makes you paralyzed in a yeah. sense. If you're feeding your mind with Lord, you cause us to overcome in every situation. And it's always darkest before it's brightest. You're going to see the overcomer. If you focus on the negative and how bad the left is and how uh, undoing the right is. You know what I mean? You're just going to be confused. You don't want to do that. Stay in the word. Make sure that you're around people who are encouraging you and lifting you up to see what's going on spiritually in the land, right? Greater is he that is in us. And think about that process that happens. So you're doom scrolling. Everything is negative. Everything's depressing. You look at the world and it's like, I can't control any of this. So then what do you do subconsciously? You go to comfort. You try to find some type of comfort. We all say, well, I find comfort in the Lord. A lot of us don't (laughs) as much as we should. As much as we should. So what do we find comfort in? We find comfort in TV to try and escape reality. We find comfort in comfort foods. We find comfort in laying on the couch. You know, yeah. You know, what's funny is uh, I I find comfort. This is going to sound weird to you guys probably, but I love renovation. So I like watching like renovation shows, like how to fix bathrooms. But I love restoration of old vehicles and cars. So I've learned how to like weld because I watch those videos. I've learned how to like grind and, you know, all that stuff. Right. I know this is sounding stupid. It's trivial. No, 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 no. It's trivial. But it's actually therapeutic because I love to learn new skills. Right. And so like I think about what I educate myself on. But I'm like, is that what I need right now? Right. Like, is that is am I doing that thing or am I just wasting my time? learning about it yeah 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 and and i to go along with that uh so i'll just tell it because this will get you guys into my head a little bit so melissa and i have a wall that is empty and we we took all the pictures down off of that wall because that wall was chaotic and kind kind of messy and melissa looked at me and she's like i want you to do something for it of course i was like i don't know and and she talks me into it so what we're going to do is like a foot and a half by about five foot thing that she wants me to to draw and the pressure's kind of on so i'm waiting for my <laughs> my paper to come in but what i've started doing is i'm drawing every day and i I'm, I'm sketching and doodling and and trying different things and and i'm now what i'm doing in youtube is i'm i'm learning a lot of stuff but then i'm trying to apply it come on and and so it's not necessarily that you're doing something wrong by being on youtube but are you applying it forward right and the the drawing has actually been really therapeutic therapeutic because I've noticed an underlying therapeutic therapeutic. I've noticed an <laughs> underlying stress lately and, and I'm trying to figure this out. And drawing has been helping me kind of 
step back and, and start to understand what's going on. So maybe you need, just need to be active first and, and start finding something that you're actually putting yourself into instead of just doom scrolling, right? So let's go to physical activity. Your body was made to move and God made it very advanced in its movement. It's a beautiful thing. You can run, you can crouch, you can jump, you can reach, you can turn, you can pivot, you can, you can do some amazing things. That's, that's one of the reasons we love watching sports. High-level athletes do things we're like, I can never do that. Or we say, I could throw a better pass Right, exactly. Brady sucks, man. (laughs) Golly, did you see that pass he threw? That was horrible. So think about how much walking Christ and the apostles did. They didn't jump into the VW van and drive on down to Jerusalem. They walked everywhere they went. And think about what they ate. They ate fish. They ate vegetables. They ate lamb. They, they probably had cow once in a while. They, they had very healthy diets. They moved a lot. They were active. They were healthy. They were moving the way they were supposed to. So nowadays, we're sitting at desks. We're sitting at home. We're sitting on couches. We sit in cars. We lay on beds, and we lay on couches. So how much movement do we actually get? I'm encouraging you, get out and take a walk. Now, some people have really hard, laborious jobs. Absolutely. You, you, you labor all day. You're doing landscaping, that kind of thing. You get home. You just want to sit down. Totally understand. You need your rest. But how many of us are resting the whole time and we're not getting out and going for a walk? Maybe once, twice, three times a day. So if you want to get physical, just start walking. That's all you got to do. Just start walking. When that gets too easy, Add in a little weight training or some body weight exercise, body weight squats. You can do those in your living room. Nobody has to see you. They can be awful, but at least you're doing something and moving. And I guarantee they will make you huff and puff, right? So you've got to increase the variables or change the variables. So there's three things you can change. Your amount of time. So how long are you doing it for? The number of times, how many reps or how many miles? In the speed of the movement, maybe you could jog a little bit during your walk because the walk's just too easy. Massey and I, we, we started just a nice slow-paced walk. We're moving faster. We're going to start jogging in certain periods. We're increasing the variables. And when you start, start moving and improving your ability, you can add more variables. Maybe it's resistance, more weight, harder movements. Maybe you jog for 10 yards or so during your walk. Then you go backwards for a little bit. The number one problem people who work out don't get results is because they don't change things up, right? They don't make it harder for themselves. They put 135 on the bar. They do three sets of eight every single time. You have to push yourself forward a little bit. So uh, nude food dude said this. Socrates wrote this. It's a shame for a man to grow old without seeing the beauty and strength of which his body is capable. Amen. Like seek out the potential of your body. You might as well. Go for it. Maximize the potential. Right, for right. you, that might just be being able to run a mile. That's fine. But push yourself a little bit. You know, honestly, like I am so proud of my dad. My dad's 72 and he's he's on the treadmill every other day. He's now I've pushed him like, Dad, you should increase the difficulty a little bit. Oh, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good where I'm at. But at least he's doing That's something, right? That's right. right? I'm, and I'm proud of him because he never did that before. He's he's cut out a lot of soda. He's cut out a lot of crap food. He's walking on the treadmill every other day. Like he's doing something to keep himself active. And you know what? He looks good and moves good for a 72 year old. He's he's in he's in good shape. It's Decent. not like he's he's like built or anything, but he's active. If you stay active, it's a lot harder for your body to lose it. It's when you don't be active that your body starts twisting in and hunching over itself and getting weak and and you become apathetic 100%. push against that so it, it we got about 15 minutes here your body completes the trinity i think too often we throw it away we eh, the body doesn't matter it's all about the the mind and the the soul or the spirit so each of these feed off of each other okay you better food your mood's increasing Better mood will drive you to become healthier. It'll improve your ability to hear from the spirit because you're more relaxed and at peace with the things around you. It all feeds off of each other. You have to start seeing the food you intake as something that helps promote your spiritual well-being. I think, I think we don't think about that. 
a lot of us don't. I don't think we do think about it in the end. Um, I think really, I don't think I know scripture is very like, it's, it's almost like be led of the spirit, right? You're right. It completes the Trinity. But dude, if you're led of the spirit, he wants you to live and prosper in the sense of your health. Uh, third John, I think it is. It's like, I want you to prosper in your health. He said, and so, like, obviously, when people are sick, that's why Christ came on the scene to heal them. But don't be the guy. Don't give God a challenge in the rapture. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, make sure you can take all of his bride and not leave you down there. You know what I mean? Like, let's all be real. <laughs> you know, just, you know, gotta, gotta, gotta do something with all this, you know? And so, but really, the body is... is um the agent that acts it's like the car that gets right. us to the place we need to be right right and so just start thinking about that think about like man if i'm led of the spirit do you think he wants me to be in bad health and all that no not at all and i'm wondering if it's okay with you mass if we could kind of get into your story because you know we're doing this whole health thing and and it's it's been a struggle for you for a long time right you know the weight and all of that and you know, I hope you don't mind that I'm putting you on the spot a little bit, but just, dude, I'm good. I'm pretty open. Kind, kind of be open with people about sure. like, you know, that path for you, because I think people will find encouragement in where you're at and where you're at now, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, I think what, so I got married, uh, almost 15 years ago. And so November, it'll be 15 years. Um, and my wife and I had fasted a lot. So for years I was fasting. I don't, I'm not going to get into the details, but I was fasting a lot. And so I used to weigh about as much as I weighed when I first started my diet. I was a little bit more heavier. I think it was in the 360 range. So I fasted a lot. I think I lost about 167, about 165 pounds or something like that fasting. I was not working out. I was just fasting a lot. Uh, not the intention. I just wanted to seek God. So when I married my wife, I was about 185 pounds. So I was at that point of like, man, I lost a lot of weight. So um, you know, I felt great. I could run. I could do all these things. And, and I still don't know how that all happened, but I did it. Well, I got married and then all of a sudden, you know, every night we were buying pizzas from the local gas station and just chilling. Right. So I gained 100 pounds our first year. So I went from 165 to 270 like quick in a year, man. Whoa. I was just packing on pounds. But I'm like, I'm married. Who cares? Right. It's my wife. You <laughs> I've know? got you. I got, yeah. You know, no big deal. And uh, so but for the last, like I said, about 15, 14 years, it's been up and down for me. You know what I mean? And typically more on the up. When I moved to Florida, dude, in 2015, 2014, 2015, I weighed 270, 270 or 280. And I thought, well, it's always hot. I'll lose weight for sure. <laughs> well, I got on the scale two months ago. I was 346, you know, and it was like, dude, being five foot six and being 346 pounds, you know, obviously I'm all muscle, you know, and, uh, you know, I want you guys to know that. But I just looked at myself and I'm like, dude, I'm an Oompa Loompa. You know what I mean? I'm just this guy that just I'm big, you know. Yeah. And it never bothered me. I never cared no, about it. It no, never, it, it was never like an insecurity to me. Yeah. I've always learned from comedians. If you dog yourself, nobody else to dog you for, but then they, it's endearing. So that's what I would do. But then it came to a point where it's like, look, man, I think, uh, you know, something happened two months ago, two and a half months ago where I was like, I got to stop this. You, I think I, yeah. I talked to you that, that time I got to do something. It's what triggered me. Yeah. And it flipped this switch in my heart that was like, dude, I got to do something, you know? And, and, Getting back into lifting again, because we used to power lift uh, and used to power lift for competition. Yeah. I never did competition, but I power lifted a lot. And uh, so just getting back into that, getting into the swing of things. Guys, I'm going to tell you something. I used to drive a lot and I would sit in my chair and I used to be a welder. So I was always a laborer. I, I worked in bean fields, beet fields. I welded. So uh, I was a, I was a laborer for a long time. I worked in a, an electronics plant for a long time. And so like for a lot of my years, I was just a laborer, right? Well, now being a pastor and doing ministry, it's like you're either in a car or you're in a desk. Yep. And I don't know about you guys, but my back and my hip hurt a lot just because I don't, you know, it's that constant position. And uh, I, starting to work out, doing the stretches that we're doing, the squats that we're doing, all this stuff, it has helped tremendously because I'm getting flexibility again right. and my muscles are being re-engaged re again. So like when I'm sitting for a long period of time, it doesn't hurt me as much anymore because of that, like, I, I didn't know that that was the cause. I'm like, okay, I get why people get old. You know, I understand. No, it's because we're not moving. Right. We're not being active. We're not doing. And so like doing the squats in the mornings and stuff like that, man, it stretches out my back where my back doesn't hurt anymore. All those things. And like I said, being down 20 some odd pounds, I got a long way to go. I know that. 
But it's like, I'm praying to God that he always keeps that fire in me that I don't have to cheat. I can just keep going. And dude, I didn't. When we yeah. went to, to Tennessee, my wife will tell you, kids had ice cream, all this other stuff. And said, dad, you want something? No, I, I, I can't. But I was out there walking. I was doing my squats. I was doing my pushups. You know, it's like, and I felt really not like good about it. I'm not like bragging about it, but it's like, dude, it feels so good to be in control and say, no, Lord, this is it. This is what I'm doing. I'm moving forward in this plan. And God willing, you know, when I do drop the weight that I want, I'll be free to just be me and like go fellowship with people and enjoy what they enjoy. Not to excess, but just enjoy, right? right. And play with the kids and actually have the energy for the kids. You know what I mean? That's right. that's what's been happening. So and and with him, one of the big things that that we decided to do was he was so inflexible. So so here's something for you. If you're like, well, I don't know, I don't lift, I don't, I don't work out, all of that. It, I had him doing basically bodyweight exercises for the first couple of weeks. Now he knows form, he knows what he's doing. So it wasn't like I have to teach him from scratch, but it was very much, okay, let's get the flexibility back. So I really encourage you try a bodyweight squat and, and just start stretching, start, start, get for a real. foam roller and, and That'll get roll you yourself going. out a little bit. Look up YouTube videos on how to do it. But just start stretching. One of the most inspirational videos that that I, for me, in and I've never been a a big fat guy, but I thanks. I'm not <laughs> I'm not pointing guns at you, but I, I actually came thanks. from the other end, right? So when I graduated came high from school, the other end. <laughs> when I graduated high school, I was like 150, 155, and I competed. In, I wanted to compete in powerlifting, so well, I got to gain weight. So actually, over the next couple of years, I gained I don't know 55, 60 pounds. I topped out at like 230. I'm on I don't know 210 right now, and I could improve my body comp. Um, but still, one of the most inspirational videos that I see is that it's, it's this old military vet guy. Um, he's Hawaiian or Samoan or something, and big guy. He's got the crutches and everything. Yeah, DDP yoga is what helped him. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and he, yeah. he just started doing yoga. He's he just started doing yoga. We're not and promoting doing flexibility, yoga, right? But but <laughs> we're not the promoting transformation yoga. that guy had over what a year or two. Yeah, because he just started stretching and Do you doing remember yoga. He was disabled from yeah. all the combat jumps he did, and right. he, could, he had That's to use what it was. he had to use the cane crutches that you use to walk. Right, he couldn't yeah. even stand up straight. At the end of it all, he He's like started running. running, and and that's that's where like. You think, okay, I got to get in the gym for two hours. I got to, you know, be squatting and benching and all of that. Hey, I love the squat and the bench. Let's let's go sometime. But there is value in just stretching and finding flexibility and doing yoga. You know, and and if you don't feel comfortable doing yoga, that's fine. Find stretches that are similar, that kind of thing. But start somewhere. This guy started somewhere and look where he's at. It's just that consistency of moving forward. And that's that's what I really commend Massey on is like, you've you've been consistent. Dude. It had to be. It yeah. had to be. Even times where we can't because of time constraints yeah. or I'm out of town. It feels so junky to me that I'm not moving. So I right. have to move. So I literally, this is what I started doing uh, to get back into the swing of things. You guys, if you have vanities in your bathroom, put yourself at a 45 degree angle, put your hands down and start doing pushups. There you go. And it works your system. You do yeah. 20 of those, your body's going to, you're going to feel it. You're going to start sweating. You're going to, so like you can do little things like that. Do when you're in your bed, just do leg lifts, man. There I mean, you, you can do so many things uh, and it gets your body moving. You know what I mean? And, and the body weight squats do, hey, Sue. do 20, do 20 body weight squats, no matter how old you are. Do what you can. You'll start huffing and puffing after a little bit. <laughs> Never thought of this. Andrew Gering said, can you imagine how Methuselah in the Bible was loose and flexible being 900 years old? <laughs> That's a good he's, question. He's probably more loose and flexible than some of our yeah. 60, 70 year olds. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I again, like you can do something. I think yeah. the more active you become and the more you use your brain instead of saying silent, you know, in a lot of ways, you really get to, to me, the... People, I, I get these questions a lot. Adversity, you know, yeah. do you face adversity? I think adversity is good for the mind. It Absolutely. really, it creates your mentality to be sharp and it creates where you have answers for the world. You get to, you have to think about scripture and how it's applied. You have to think about, you know, the founding of America and how it's applied. You have to think about what you believe and say, Lord, do I really believe this or not? It would come out of your mouth, right? And so adversity keeps your mind sharp because you're, you, you have to be ready to answer of that hope that's within you, the word says. So you really, I, I think adversity in your mind, persecution, you know, yeah. all that stuff, adversity in your body, adversity in your will, 
Right. You got to challenge yourself. You just have to like right. everything that's a challenge is worth it because it grows you as a person. And, you know? and I've told Massey this, when you have a ton of weight on your back, you know who you are. You figure Thanks. it out real quick. Um, and it's, it's either good or bad, but when, and, and I'm speaking from a power lifter ex- point of view. So if, if you haven't heavy lifted that kind of thing, that's okay. Let's, let's transfer it. Let's say you've never done pushups before. And all of a sudden you you do 10 when you're really against the wall and you're, you're just heavy and you, I don't know if I can do another, you learn a lot about yourself. You, you really do. Or, <laughs> or me. if you're, you're running a mile and you've never yeah. run two and, and you're, Oh, I should do too. You learn a lot about yourself. And just my old adage about it is when you step out of that rack with a ton of weight on your back, you learn real quick who you are because it'll either crush you or you come back up with it. Yes. And we need that adversity. We get cocky when we go into a gym until you start hitting it. You know what I mean? Like right. it, it really humbles you quick when adversity hits. Yeah. And I think that humility is what's so necessary in the body of Christ. The more adversity hits you, the more humble it makes you. It should make you humble. Right. Like even people that brag about being persecuted is so stupid. Paul never bragged about his persecution. He never bragged about how many people talked about, never bragged about being kicked off of Facebook and Twitter. Never (laughs) bragged. I mean, seriously, you know what he said? I went through these persecutions because I'm showing you that you're going to go through them, but your persecutions actually encourage me. They encourage me that you're walking in the truth. He wasn't bragging about his persecutions. It was keeping him humble. And people are using persecution as a badge of honor. It wasn't a badge of honor to Paul. It was saying, Lord, the God's on my side. And so we got to be careful, too, that all these things that happen to us are good. They're good for us, right? To keep us humble, to keep us straight, to keep us on the narrow. You know what I mean? Right. And, and your numbers or your, your distances or your, your progress, that's your mark of achievement. And it doesn't need to be for anybody else. You know, Ask Massey, don't tell people what my numbers are. You you ask and I'll tell you, but it's not something that I I'm out there throwing out. Why? Because they're my achievements. They're for me, and and it doesn't really matter how I stack up against right. other people. But you can you take on adversity, especially through fitness. Your adversity, you'll learn how to take it on in other places. And fitness is fitness whole pizza in my mouth. <laughs> so on that note so on that note <laughs> you should probably just wrap this yeah, up we could pray it out i guess or something <laughs> hey guys if you have not checked out our website go to the self-evident truth.com guys listen we are excited to tell you there's a lot of things happening yep a whole lot of things if you guys want to find out a way what was your total we want to know <laughs> that's what nude food dude said what was your total we want to know okay <sighs> inquiring minds He's a, bot- he's a weightlifter. Anything. I shouldn't have said anything. So my best squat was 523 in competition. Ding! My best dead was 578. Mind you, so the reason the pounds, because they do them in kilograms, guys, so that's why it's like, how do you get 578? It's the kilograms, but I can't remember what the kilo- kilos were. My best bench in practice was 330, but competition it was 305. So I never benched well in competition. It yeah, just never went at, well for me. Look at me. you, you flabby punk. But, so I don't, <laughs> I don't remember what that total number was. But um, so those are my numbers. So there you go. Um, times but, is two point two. Yes, That's times two point two kilos. I just can't remember what the kilos on the bar were. If you have not but, checked out Nude Food Dude, he actually you can see he's a beast of a guy. Yeah, you know, he's, he's he's a lifter himself, and or was formerly a lifter, uh, and he eats a lot of food. He's a great guy. He's one of our supporters. He's a great guy. Which, Thank you for the, the support. Which, by the way, did you guys see that thing down below? It said torchbearers. You want to support us? Be a part of our torchbearer community. Guys, we are now moving into the phase of if you want to be a torchbearer, we want to send you some free stuff. We want to send you a little bit of swag. So go online to theselfevidenttruth.com. Become a monthly sponsor. You guys are getting us out to these places. Don't charge when we go into schools. We don't charge to go certain places because we they just can't afford it. We don't care. We want to go out and do this. Matter of fact, uh, I can't release it just yet. Actually, I want to. I'm going to. Okay, so last night we were asked by the log cabin Republicans to come and speak at their okay, group. So can it, go ahead. Can you, you want me to define that? Go or you for it. Okay, for it. so just in case you're like, okay, log cabins, what's that? Bunch of Abraham Lincoln lovers? Mm. No, they they're actually the the conservative homosexual community, and that that's really how to describe them. And, and so they describe them because 
the Democrats have tried to wrap themselves around the whole homosexual community and say, you're all ours. But the Log Cabin Society is actually a group of, of gay, lesbian, bisexual. I'm not sure if transgender are really in there or not. Um, so we'll say LGBT. They're, they're involved on the conservative side of things. And, and that's what the Log Cabin Republicans represent. Now, mind you, Massey, take it away about this whole situation. So it's really cool because we preached about redemption in Christ. We preached about uh, uh, the founding fathers and their faith. We preached about the miracles of the founding. We preached uh, about the, the, the days of prayer and fasting for America and how God, we were supposed to repent of our sins. This young gentleman came up and gave me a big hug la- that last night, and it was so cool to talk to him. And he said, hey, I would love for you to come. He said, I was so moved. Uh, he hadn't been moved like that. And he said, I want you to just be you. Can you come and speak like this at our group? And I said, sure. What group is it? And I'll tailor to whatever you want. And he said, we're actually the log cabin Republicans. And I was like, that's so cool, man. I would love to be there. And what an opportunity to go share the gospel and just be, you know, be like Christ with them and all that stuff, because God's word is what prevails. Truth prevails, man. We preached about all that stuff and still he was moved to tears. He gave me a big hug and all that stuff. And he said, I mean, I was moved inside. It's like, that's the Lord, bro. That's the Lord. And And so there we are going into those places like any right. other place, anywhere we go, we can preach the gospel and be, be Jesus wherever we go. You know what I mean? Because we can go show Christ's love to anybody. That's the beauty of it. To anybody. Everybody deserves to hear about Christ's love. Everyone. Right? And, and we're not afraid to go where we need to in that's order why to need, show Christ's love. But that's why we need torchbearers because we're not yes. charging for these events. We want to go out there for free. So your donations get us there. When you guys support us, you guys send in donations, you guys become monthly sponsors, you get us to these places. It's you guys that are the mobile for us. You guys are the car, the vehicle. You know, we're just the, we get to go preach, you know, so it's you guys supporting. So if you guys want us to, to get in contact with you, leave a message down below. We'll get in contact with you. If you guys want to go online, theselfevidenttruth.com, you can do that. Be Sign up and be a part of our monthly uh, sponsorship. We're trying to find another 50 people to support us monthly with a certain amount. And if you guys want to be one of those 50, we would love to have you on our team right? Uh, because we need more of you. And we're so excited that most of you that are supporting uh, tune into the podcast and all those things. And we love you. We, we pray for you guys. We love you guys. And if you guys need prayer, put your prayer request down below. We do pray uh, for you guys. And so guys, God bless you. We love you. All right. So until next time, Sunday night, 7 PM, but Keep your eyes out for Saturday mornings, October 9th. We'll be switching over. So until then, we love you guys. Have a great night.